And so I'm going to, on Wednesdays, uh, start a series of walking in the freedom of Christ. Walking in the freedom of Christ. Because uh, that's so very important to us that we get a hold of the revelation of our freedom in Christ. The reason he died for us was to set us free from, from all and every trouble that we can face in life. And so it's through us studying the word, listening to the word, that our minds are retrained to think a different way. Because most people are worried about their own freedom. There's a natural freedom and there's a spiritual freedom. And so when we talk about freedom, we're not talking about a race or black race or white race. We talk about being free from sin. So make a difference what race you're in. If you're in sin, you're in bondage. And Christ came to set every one of us that are human beings free from the sin and degradation that Satan brought humanity in. And that's very important that you get a hold of that so you can re, uh, reconfigurate your mind to what we have received in him. And this is so important that you understand what you have received in Christ. Since you're born again, there are some benefits. There are some things that have been afforded to us, awarded to us. But unless you lay claim, unless you go after those things, Satan will make you think you don't have them like he did Adam in the Garden of Eden. He made Adam think uh, that he didn't have what he already had. Because he told me, he said, he said, God, know that if you eat of the tree, you should be like him. Well, he was already like God. He didn't need to eat the tree or eat the fruit to be like God. He was already made in the image and likeness of God. So one of Satan's deception is to make you think you're not who God say you are. And you haven't received what Christ died for you to have. And so you have to go into the word and get your mind right. And it's so important. So your spirit is right. Your spirit is born again. It's brand new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. So in Christ Jesus, your spirit man on the inside is brand new like he never sinned. But we still have to deal with this mind that's in the earth realm. And so therefore, uh, if we don't understand what we have received, uh, in Christ, we will still think we're like the world. And we're not the world. We're not like the world. We're different from the world because the Bible says we are. He said we're in, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so you have to begin to transform your mind from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Now, in the kingdom of darkness, is nothing but bondage. In the kingdom of light, there's nothing but freedom. And in the kingdom of darkness, there's bondage. In the kingdom of light, there's freedom. Okay, get a hold of those two things. In the kingdom of darkness, there's bondage. 
in the kingdom of light, there's freedom. And so you have been transformed from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. All right. So now you you went from, from darkness to light, from bondage to freedom. Now, you have this in the realm of the spirit, but you have to possess it in the natural realm. Okay? You have to take the word of God and utilize it to retrain your thinking that I am free. I am free. Now, that's something that you have to do on a, on, a, on a continual basis so that your mind is reflecting what's in your spirit. Because in your spirit, ladies and gentlemen, you are a free individual. Christ have made you free. And then it's very important that you get a hold of this because it's going to be a good year for us and we're going to walk in the freedom of Christ. Reason why he came, the reason why he died, the reason why he went to hell, the reason why he rose on the third day, the reason why he put the blood on the mercy seat. And so we can be free people, not bound by anything at all. And we have to get a hold of this revelation. And I think this is why he's saying this, because you got so many Christians, uh, so many brothers and sisters that are bound, that are still yet bound because they haven't grasped the revelation of freedom. What Christ paid for, and we went over some of those things on Sunday. What Christ paid for, uh, what he's expecting us, what he's looking for, forward from us as we are now born again. You weren't born again to be bound. You were born again to be free. Amen. And, we, and our text is in John 8, 31, 32, and 36. And so we understand the Bible says, who the Son set free is free indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a powerful statement. We need to think upon it, dwell upon it. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So there's freedom already been paid for. All you have to do is access your freedom by faith through the word of God. Amen. We're going to get more of this. You're going to see some clarity and some things not going to be able to cling to you because you know the truth. The Bible says you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. And see, when you don't have truth, that leads you into bondage. So freedom comes through truth. Freedom comes through truth. Bondage comes through untruth or the lack of truth. Praise God. So these things are so, so very important that you get a hold of it. Praise God. Amen. Now, we want you to go with me to Proverbs. Proverbs, the 23rd chapter and the 7th verse. Amen. And this is a very important scripture. <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> that we want you to look at. And I want to make a statement that the Holy Spirit told me to give you uh, tonight that will be a blessing to us. Now, here it is in Proverbs 
23, verse number 7. Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 7. Now, here's what it says. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. I want to read that again. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Come on, let's read that again. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, it's very important you get a hold of that because we're going to be saying some things to you to reshape your thinking tonight. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Pay attention to that. So is he. So, now, in this year, uh, to be supernaturally free, the Holy Spirit said, you must think freedom to be free. Get a hold of that. I must think freedom to be free. I must think freedom to be free. Amen. I must think freedom to be free. Because what the Bible says, as I think in my heart, so am I. Or so am I. So, so get a hold of that because he stressed that to me. He said, tell them this year they must think freedom in order to be free. You can't think bondage and expect to be free. Okay? You must think freedom in order to be free. Get a hold of that. You must think freedom to be free. Because your mind has a lot to do whether you're free or whether you're bound based on your thought patterns or your thinking or your perception or your understanding. And so you got to get a hold of this very important truth that the Holy Spirit is sharing with us. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man think in his heart. Now that word heart there is the mind, M-I-N-D. So we can read it this way. As a man thinketh in his mind, so is he. As a man think. So unless I'm thinking along the lines of freedom, I will never be free. I will still be bound even though I'm saved. And this is what we have uh, going on in a lot of our uh, church world and believers because they're thinking it off. So when your thinking is off, your life is off. Amen. So your, your, your thinking must be in line with the word of God. Your thinking must be in line with the word of God. You got it? Your thinking must be in line with the word of God. Praise his wonderful name. Now, 
when you do that, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to bring yourself to a level of freedom. Praise God. Now, it's so important you get a hold of this. I'm trying to take my time and not go fast because I want you to glean from this truth. Praise God. I want you to glean from this truth that if I don't change my mind, I won't change my life. If I don't change my mind, I won't change my life. Praise God. So it's very important that you get a hold of that and allow the Holy Spirit to reroute your thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is going to be um, a very powerful statement because now we talk about readjusting your mind to be free. My thinking affects my believing and my believing affects my speaking And my speaking affects my receiving a manifestation from God. See, are you thinking free? Or are you thinking bound? How you think is going to be how you respond to life situations when Christ has set you free. Christ has set you free. Praise God. Come on. Christ has set me free. Christ has set me free. Praise God. Christ has set me free. So if Christ has set you free, guess what? You are free. Now, you don't have to try to uh, make yourself free. What you do, you accept freedom from the word of God. What does the word says about the situation of you being free? When you acknowledge that, when you understand that, you're able to partake of that freedom and whatever ever you're dealing with, Christ has set you free. Christ has set you free. Now, so your, 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 your uh, dialect, your talking must change, ladies and gentlemen. You can't talk bondage expecting to be free. You must talk freedom so you can maintain your freedom in Christ. Maintain your freedom in Christ. See, what we have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, God, through his word, has instructed us how to think. God, through his word, has instructed us how to think. So now I must go to the word of God 
and reshape my mind to God's way of thinking. I must reshape my mind. See, now this is going to be work. Now you ain't going to be able to just do this, uh, you know, frivolously. No, you're going to have to work on yourself because we got so much damaged goods in our brains from bad thinking, uh, disappointments, failures. It's so only the word of God can go and snap us free from these situations and bring us to a point, point of freedom in our lives. I want to give you this again. God, through his word, has instructed us how to think. Now, I know we individuals, and I know you say, this is my mind. I think, no, this ain't your mind. You Remember, we have the mind of Christ. So you can't be saying that because if you say that, guess what? That's bondage talk. No, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Then it says, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus. So now, either you renewing your mind to Christ's mind, or you're renewing your mind to the bondage of Satan. Because he's always throwing bad stuff at us and giving us bad thoughts. And and, uh, and we have to refute those things and cast those things down. The Bible said we have to cast down uh, all those bad imaginations and thoughts that he tried to put in our minds. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the year. Listen to me closely. This is the year for you to be supernaturally free and be happy and enjoy life instead of putting up with life. You're going to enjoy life, like you said on Sunday. It's time for you to enjoy your Christian life in Christ and not have to be, you think you got to be fighting all the way. I'm fighting, fight. he's already fought for you. He's already defeated the devil for, okay, all right, watch this. Thank you, Lord. Go to Colossians. Go to Colossians chapter, let me go over here. Just, he just gave me a scripture for us. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, please. I believe it's Colossians chapter 2. I get over here. And um, praise God. Now. Get ready to see Colossians chapter 2. Uh-huh. Now, I'll make sure I give it to you just like the Holy Spirit wants you to have it. Uh, let's look at 2 and 14. I believe it is Colossians 2, 14. And I want to read that the Amplified, if I will, because this is very, very important. It says here in Colossians, I believe, chapter 2, verse 14, having counseled, blotted out and wiped away the handwriting on of the note bond with its legal decrees and demands, which was enforced and stood against us hostile to us. This note 
with his regulation, decrees, and demands, he set aside and cleared completely out of the way by nailing it to his cross. Nailing it to his cross. Verse 15. God disarmed. I'm reading out the Amplified Version. God disarmed. God disarmed the principalities. God disarmed the powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them by in triumphing them over them in him and in the cross. So that just said that Christ not only defeated Satan, but Christ stripped Satan of all weaponry against you to tie you up and to bound you. He disarmed him. On the cross, God took everything away from Satan to put you in captivity. Now, the only way he can put you in captivity, you don't know you're free. And you don't know this word. And he'd be bound you by suggestions like he did Adam. Have God said, you know, well, Adam should have known what God said. You must know what God said. Then he goes and tried Jesus in the wilderness. Remember, Jesus was in the wilderness, being tempted of the day, devil 40 days. And then he came, he said, he told Jesus, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made. He come and challenged Jesus. Well, Jesus knew who he was, so he couldn't trick him. It is written, I should not tip the Lord thy God. So, again, by him knowing the word and knowing God, Satan couldn't trip him up like he tripped up Adam in the beginning. Well, by you knowing the word and you understanding the truth, he can't trip you up because the truth is what not only makes you free, but the truth keeps you free from bondage. And you and I got to understand this. And, and comprehend this in our mindset so we can tell the devil he's a lie and get out of here. I ain't believing nothing you say because everything you say is a lie. Amen. The Bible says he is the father of liars. So he has nothing, nothing to say. Praise God. He has nothing to say uh, that I want to listen to because all he tried to do is destroy lives. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. He said, but Satan come only to kill, steal, and to destroy. That's his ultimate purpose against every individual on this earth, whether you save or not save. That is his MO, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. But you and I, as followers of Jesus, we're going to walk in the freedom of Christ, stand therefore in, uh, in the freedom by which Christ has made you free, and be not again and take on in the yoke of bondage. It's what the scripture has commanded us to do. And ladies and gentlemen, we must now realign our minds to the word of God and let Satan know you're not going to trip me up this year. 
I'm going to stand on the word. I'm going to confess the word. I'm going to believe the word. I'm going to praise God over the word. And I'm going to stay free for the rest of the year. I'm not saying challenges not going to come. That's not what I said. But what I say, if they come, you already know you win. You already know you're more than the conqueror through Jesus Christ that loved you and gave his life for you. You already know these things. So you don't have to succumb to his pressure. You don't have to succumb to his depression. You don't have to succumb to his oppression. You don't have to succumb to his sickness. You don't have to succumb to his disease. Are you listening to You have to succumb, succumb to his anxiety. You have to succumb to his fear. Why? I know the truth. And the truth makes me free. And the truth keeps me free. This is where you and I got to, got to live all year long now. Because the supernatural power of God has already set us free in 2023. All we're doing now is taking our faith that he's given to us, wrapping around the word of God, and receive the benefits that's been afforded to us through the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to not put up with life, but to enjoy life in Christ. And that's the word of the Lord for us this year. And we must grab a hold of it. We must partake of it. We must think on it. Why? Because this is the year for, for you to be supernaturally free as a child of God. No more bondage. No more fear. No more failure. Amen. No more stress. All that would not be uh, choking the life of Christ out of you this year. You're going to stand for the word of God. You're going to confess the word of God. You're going to trust the anointing of God to remove burdens and to destroy yokes. You're going to trust the anointing of God in the word of God to remove burdens and destroy yokes, ladies and gentlemen. This is your year to rise in a level of freedom that you've never been before as a child of the king. This is your year. Praise God. Now, I want to go to just following the Holy Spirit. Uh, let's go to Proverbs 24 and verse 9, I believe. Proverbs 24, verse 9. Proverbs 24, verse 9. Now, this is a very powerful scripture that I want us to look at. Amen. Now, and Proverbs 24, 9 is telling us how we're supposed to operate. Watch this. Look at the class. The thought of foolishness is sin. And that's very strong. But it's accurate. And it's the truth. The thought of foolishness is sin. Now, so we're going to have to put away foolish thinking. Because foolish thinking brings us into sin. But what is foolish thinking? Foolish thinking is thinking opposite 
of the word of God. Simple. What is foolish thinking? Thinking opposite of the word of God is foolish thinking. Because the Bible tells us that we ought to think in line with the word. Amen. So now, I must get rid of the foolish thinking that's causing bondage in my life. What is foolish thinking? It is thinking opposite of the word of God. Praise God. You know, they say junk food is bad. But I have news for you. Junk thinking is worse. Let me say that to you again. They say junk food is bad for you. But I have news for you also. Junk thinking is even worse for you. Hallelujah. So we must, again, for as a man think in his heart, so is he. You must think freedom to be free. Rely on your mind to think in line with the word of God. Make the adjustments. Watch what you say, because what you say is what's in your mind. So if you want to know what's in your mind, if you want to know what's really in your mind, listen to what comes out of your mouth. Now, if it's food is thinking, it's sin. Now you're blocking some things because you won't think right. You're choosing not to think right when it's too telling you to think. You're choosing not to think right. And so now you're, you're telling yourself to think wrong. And you want to do that. You must, you and I, with everything that's in us, focus on the word of God. Now, I know, I know your mind, oh, that's trying to be deep. Or, no, 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 we're not trying to be deep. We're just being right. It's right to speak the word of God. It's right to think the word of God. Okay, right? Now, what does Joshua say? Joshua 1 and 8. Remember that? It's a very powerful scripture. Joshua 1 and 8. He said that we should meditate. On the word day and night. Is that too much? Josh, Joshua 1 and 8. Remember that? So you can't let these little thoughts from Satan tell you anything different. See? Joshua 1 and 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou shalt may observe to do all that oh, according to all that there's in. But then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Then thou shalt make thy way, and thou shalt have good success. Well, I don't see no bondage in there. Do you, did you hear the bondage in there? Let me give that to you again. This book of the Lord shall not depart from out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night. Right? And that, they, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou should make thy way prosperous, and then thou should have good success. I don't see any bondage in you doing that. 
it's telling you, number one, you're going to be prosperous. And they're going to tell you, number one, you're going to have good success. To me, that sounds like freedom. Freedom to enjoy life through the word of God. Are you catching it now? So now, but you have to make up in your mind, you're going to think in line with the word with the word of God. You must make up in your mind that I'm going to think in line with the word of God. Because why? That's where my freedom is. That keeps me out of bondage. It keeps me out of fear. And keeps me in the faith. Now, in the second Corinthians chapter 10, I believe it is. Second Corinthians chapter 10 is I'm seeing. Now, for though we walk in the flesh, second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, but though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. You got to pull down those strongholds, those bad thoughts. Those foolish thoughts, you got to pull them down, right? And then the Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high thought and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of God. So you got to bring those thoughts into the obedience of Christ. Remember, we get, we get rid of foolish thinking and we take it upon the thoughts of Christ. See, it's right here. And verse 6. And having in a readiness to prevent all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So now, what that's telling me? That I have to fight against bad thinking. I don't yield to bad thinking. I fight against it. And I correct it with the word of God. And so you must do that on a daily basis. Amen. Now, in, in the Amplified, it says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Well, what's the true knowledge of God? The word of God. And we are led and, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So now that says now when those thoughts come, see when, when, when Satan brought those thoughts to Jesus in the wilderness, he immediately responded with the word of God. It is written. He came back, he said again, it, see, he, was, he was shutting it down, he was casting down those things, and he was implementing the word of God. You and I got to do the same thing Jesus did to maintain this. That's why Jesus was could never be bound by Satan. He stayed in the word. He kept the word first place. And when we keep the word first place, Satan would not be able to take us out of the game of life. Now, let, let me go Oh my God! Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's go to John. Oh my! Thank you, Lord. Let's see, John, chapter eighteen, verse thirty-six. John eighteen, verse thirty-six. Now, watch what Jesus said. Watch what Jesus said. And Jesus walked this way. And it gives us the insight how we need to walk. And John 18, St. John chapter 18, verse 36. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, then would my servants fight? Then I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from... But 
but now is my kingdom not from hence. Verse 37, and Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou says that I am a king. To this end was I born. For this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. So now Jesus understood his purpose of coming into the realm of the natural. Now, then he goes over. Let's see. And one more thing I want to bring out. Praise God. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we're we going to do it this year. We're going to do exactly what he said. Praise God. Now, I want to, there's another scripture I'm looking for. In verse 14, go to, I'm sorry, John chapter 14 and verse 30. And so we see Jesus now, you get a broader view. He's talking about it, telling him, look, my kingdom is not in glory. They, look, you don't want my servants because my servants will fight and wipe you all out. So Jesus understood, but he stayed with the truth. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. He stayed with the truth. He stayed with who he was. He did not try to become someone else. He stayed with who God made him to be. Now, John 14 and 30. He said this to them. He said, hereafter, I will not talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh. Notice that. And have nothing in me. Wow. But, but that the world may know that I love the Father. And, and as the Father gave me commandments, even so I do. Now, watch this class. Because I'm trying to show you how Jesus walked in freedom with his father carrying out his assignment on the earth like you and I going to do this year. He said, I will not talk with you much more for the prince, the evil genius, the ruler of this world is coming and he has, watch it, he has no claim on me. Sound like freedom to me. He has nothing in common with me. Sound like freedom to me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him. Sounds like freedom to me. He has no power over me. Sounds like freedom to me. Verse 31, but Satan is coming and I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may know and be convinced that I love the father and I do only what the father has instructed me to do. There's that word, instructed me to do. I act in full agreement with his orders. Rise and let us go away from him. So now he's telling him, this is how this is how I live in freedom. This is how I operate in a freedom. This is how Satan don't get a hold of me. This is how my enemies don't can't stop me because I stick with who God said I was and I stick with his word. And so as I do that, Satan has no claim. He has no power. He has nothing in me. He can't control me. Uh, amen. And so Jesus was able to finish his assignment. I'm not saying he didn't have no challenges because he said the prince of his world is coming, but he has nothing in me. He didn't deny he was there. He just said he can't handle me. You and I must have the same mentality. Even though he's on this earth, even though he's coming after me, he has no claim. He has no power. He has nothing 
that he can take me down with because I stand in a freedom of truth. And ladies and gentlemen, when we do that, he got to go find somebody else to mess with. See, the devil only mess with people that don't know who they are. For the Bible said we are not ignorant of his devices. So once you know who you are, he don't mess with you. He look for people that's not smart in the word. Those are the people who he go after and those are the people who he attacked. So you need to be in the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. Stand true in that word. You shall know the truth and the truth will not only make you free, the truth will keep you free. Amen. Now, again, I want to give you this as we started in closing. Because I'm closing right now. You must think freedom to be free. My thinking affects my believing. My believing affects my speaking. And my speaking affects my receiving of the manifestation of God. Bible says, who the Son set free is free indeed. It's up to you, ladies and gentlemen, to be free. He's already paid the price for you to be free. So that it's no question about, about that, about that or not. It's just whether you can act what access it and maintain it so you can enjoy Jesus. We're talking about tonight walking in a freedom of Christ. Walking in the year 2023, you're going to be walking in a freedom of Christ. And as you do that, then Christ is going to back your life. Christ is going to show up because you're standing up for him and you make an appeal for him on behalf of the Father. And those are the people that he's going to back up this year. He's not backing up people backing up people that's playing around, doing stuff they ain't got no business. He's backing up the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you again, he's going to back the truth. That's it. Only the truth will prevail. All right? So I pray you get, got something out of this tonight. Uh, we'll continue this teaching on next Wednesday. We've got more to say, but that's enough. I've given you enough to soak in, to meditate on. Listen, align your mind. All you got to do, listen to me. All you got to do is realign your mind to the truth. Simple. Now, Everything going to fight you from doing that. But you start casting things down and say, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. I'm not going to think that. I got to think the word of God. And that word, ladies and gentlemen, is going to make you free. Because there's power in the word of God. And there's anointing in the word of God. Praise God. Well, we pray that you have received tonight from God. Listen, if you have never been serious about life, I need you to get serious right now. Because as we go in this world, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me very close. It's going to get dark, darker for the world, but it's going to become lighter for the believers. And you have to make a decision what side you're going to be on. Because it's going to get 
Rafa. But if you know the word, you sit with God. It won't be rough for you. You'll be walking in freedom. Amen. Well, praise is wonderful name. Father, we just thank you for the word of God that we've shared to the people of God tonight. We thank you, Lord, they have open ears to hear. They have faith to walk it out. They got confidence to study it. Father, we got, they got wisdom to live it. Help us now to be people of freedom. Reveal to us errors that we need to work on individually so that we can make the necessary adjustments and bring glory and honor to you in our lives on behalf of Christ and the Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading and guiding us into all truth. That's what the Bible said you would do. But you will not speak of yourself, but you will lead us and guide us into all truth. In the year 2023, lead us into all truth so that we can be free. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I share the good news of Jesus Christ with you tonight. This opportunity.